When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now on Giddy Up, it's time for Trial Time with Dean Watling. This is a popular segment now, Dean. As I say hello to you. Morning, mate. We've got a little intro there. We must be doing something all right. Yep. Um, no, you're flying. Um, the, the numbers are just through the roof because they want to listen to some of your, your best trial mail. And uh, you've been... Um, looking at all of these trials right across the country. Jerome Hunter as well is about to join us. And you wanted to have a chat to Jerome because when you, you're you a stats man, when you have a look at his record, especially with his horses first up, um, there's not too many with a better record in this country. Oh, I'd go out and limb and say he's probably the best first up trainer in the whole entire country. If you're looking at statistics, he strikes at 28.6%. First up for the last three years at a profit on turnover of 77.23%. So you're struggling on the punt, uh, throw the form guide out and just back Jerome Hunter horses first up and you'll be well and truly in the, the clear. But he's an outstanding trainer first up. He really places them um, perfectly, which is a theme, I think, Gareth, with these really good first up trainers. Yeah, and the theme of trial time is not only to get the your best trials throughout the week so we can back a couple of winners, but also talk to trainers so we can get an insight on how they prepare their horses especially with their philosophies how they use the the trials to get their horses ready for um first up assignments or um they give us a wonderful insight when we should back their horses throughout a preparation and as you pointed out there's no better strike rate first up uh, for trainers preparing their horses first up than jerome jerome hunter who of course is based in victoria and he joins us now on trial time on Giddy Up, Jerome. Thanks very much for your um, time on such a, a busy morning on this Wednesday morning. Um, what is the secret to your success to get your horses ready to go first up? Oh, look, I, I think it's it's what uh, you were touching on about um, placement. Really, I think the whole thing's about placement. Just um, you know, my horses are ready to go, um, but they, they're certainly they they got to go in races that are winnable. And I think I think that's probably my main thing is I do a lot of form, and you know I don't set, you know I don't think my horses are champions. I make sure they run in in the the races. You know, I I I underestimate their their ability. That's what I'm, what I try and do. Good morning, Jerome. It's Dean here. It's a pleasure to have you on board um, trial time this morning. And we're trying to get you on the last couple of weeks because of your absolutely outstanding strike rate. And the punters want to hear from you. So really keen to pick your brain. Um, tracks, do you like to send the horses away from your home track? Or do you find there's an edge when you produce your horses on your home track, which is generally Mornington? Um, what's the sort of setup there? I think it's uh, it, it's imperative to try and get them away from the home track. Um you know, and and, when, and I, I probably learned that especially with um, when COVID was in, when we couldn't take the horses away. Um, you know, I'd go to the races, and a lot of the horses, they, I, I would think they'd go well, but they were just lost. So, you know, th- they'd take a run or two to actually know that they're there, what they're there for. Whereas now we can, we're we're back to normal, and I can get them 
away from from um, you know their home track, and I think that's 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 you know one of the main things for young horses because they just get a bit um, a bit too comfortable at home, and especially like if I do go away, I make sure they have a decent trial so they know next time that what they're there for. So you and you like to see your horses off the bridle in trials. Is that your philosophy with them, Jerome? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you know uh, you got to get them to some sort of standard. Like even trials, the pressure in a trial is nowhere near as hard as a race. So you have to get them somewhere you know close enough to race standard to be competitive first up. Um, or otherwise, it just takes takes a lot longer for a horse to to get used to that type of pressure and you know like the horse yesterday or both horses yesterday they just jumped and they were both first first out of the gates and I you know I just put that down to making sure that the, the, they know that they're there first up for a reason. Well you've spoken to a couple of trainers on the segment trial time and Nathan Doyle and the Snowden team were really sort of echoing their thoughts with using trials to maybe the first one, giving them a good educational set them to the front and then possibly sending uh, with a second trial, using it to sort of teach the horses to set off speed. Is that the similar philosophy what you have, Jerome? Do you sort of use it to educate your horses um, no matter where they settle when it comes to race day? Um, I, I'm probably a bit the opposite, actually. I, um, I make sure they have easy trials until it's ready to go. Um, type of thing, so they'll, you know, the their first couple of trials that'll just be just sit on them. I, I tell the, you know, the jockeys just to sit on them and get them used to being in the field, and then usually um, their last trial it's 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 game on, um, and so they know because they've also a lot of horses um, they'll hit the front in races and and they'll just get lost because they're wondering where everyone's gone. Um, so I think it's, you know, you've got to get them out, let, let the horse lead and, and make them the leader so they're, they're just not getting used to following all the time. But, you know, I, I wouldn't be knocking Snowden's way of doing it either. <laughs> <laughs> With Rome Hunter here on Trial Time. And um, I was just looking at your record of recent time. I don't think we've got a, a, a trainer that is as in form as you, Jerome. If you go through the last 10 runners, third year one with um, Royal Wazi on debut there at Moe. Our warrior was placed. Lady Tino was successful at Packerton. Black Seuss was um, second at Packerton. You had a winner at Mornington with Lady Tino. Um, your last 10 runners... You've had a first, 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 second, first, second, first, first, third. Um, you're on fire to say, and that's probably an understatement, Jerome. Yeah, I was wondering where I went wrong with the other two. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever had a run like this? Oh, look, are we look. I don't have many runners. Yeah. Um, usually my strike rate uh, is in the high high teens or, or the early 20s. So... It's it's just a matter. Of, just this time of year, I've I've had a lot of runners, so it's just it's been great. But you can't, you know, you you've got to appreciate it because you know six months down the time, I could be struggling to get a winner, you know, for you know, ten or fifteen starters. So it's just I've got a I've got a nice team at the moment. They're young, and they can go through their grades a bit. Um, you know, it, it gets harder once they reach their level, and being um, the, probably the, the best thing being a private trainer, 
I can once once I've know I know they've reached their level. We normally uh, sell them on um, to Queensland or, or you know Western New South Wales and stuff like that. So we don't hold them unless unless they they give me the impression they're going to be a benchmark seventy and beyond type of horse because that's that means I can start going into town with them. Uh, we'll we'll keep those type of horses. Now, I don't want to. Um, I don't want you to give too much, uh, too many of your secrets away, Jerome. But from, um, and this is just um, me asking on behalf of all the punters: Is there any signs from your stables that we should look out for, um, so we can have a have a bet with some confidence with your yard? Is there a certain jockey? Do you like to go to a a certain track um, if you think that you got a, a really good one? Not really. Um, oh. I think I think I'm pretty exposed in the trials. Yeah. Um, so what you see is what you'll probably get race day. That's 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 basically it, you know. And I just make sure, you know, the the fitness is is behind him and the and the horse is happy and healthy. And that's that's probably one of the biggest things. Um, if you've got a happy horse, you know that they'll uh, they'll try their heart out. But you know, so it's, it's it's like anyone. If you're happy at work, you're happy at play. I think the the best example that shows how good you are at uh, these horses first up and placing them perfectly is Rich Fortune, um, who the punters would have known, won brilliant year first up, um, breaking its maiden in a benchmark 70, a really hot race at Mooney Valley. How's that horse going, Jerome? And sort of what opinion do you have of that? I, I really like and I know a lot of punters do. Well, I think her, her ears must be burning. Cause she, uh, she had a trial today. Craig Williams came down and trialed her, and she trialed enormous. Um, Craig... Craig got off and said, wow. So, you know, there's no secrets. You, you can have a look at the replay. And she, it was just, she's just improved out of sight. Um, the way she, I was very confident going into Mooney Valley, uh, the way she trialled. Um, and Craig said, he rode her at Mornington. And he said, I think she's black tight. And he wanted, he did want to go into, look for spring races for her. But she just mentally, she was very mature. Um, so I put her straight out. And I think it's paid dividends. And now, like Craig just said, she's just a bigger and better horse. And the way she trialled, he's, uh, he's very excited going to, um, you know, she'll be going into the Autumn Carnival and looking for some nice races there. Yeah, and you've got some exciting horses in your stable. Um, Thrombone has been impressive in the early part of his career. And Barb Raider, um, we all know how good she is. And she had a wonderful campaign last time around um is there any horses that we should be watching closely um about to kick off their their summer slash autumn campaigns that you're excited about yeah i'm I'm pretty excited about um lady tino uh she won she won a couple two in a row so i'm just going to ease up on her and probably hopefully try and get her um to oaks distance um and she'll probably be aimed for the south australian oaks bit like Barb Raider. She's probably, she hasn't got the brilliance of Barb Raider, but, um, you know, she won the other day and she came back in and, you know, she wouldn't blow a candle out. And and uh, uh, Damien Thornton, you know, he said, oh, she'll definitely get over a mile or plus. So that's very encouraging um, for a three-year-old filly. So she's nice. And, yeah, Rich Fortune and... Yeah, I think they're probably the they'll be the the bigger um, ones, you know, over the carnival time, hopefully. And I apologise, Thrombone's been um, 
sold to Hong Kong. So um, we wish him the best of luck in Hong Kong. And um, he, he he was he was a great he was a great little horse. Um, you know he 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 what what he showed. I I I don't think we've seen the best of him because he he wasn't a very big horse, and I just thought he's still always six months away. Um, so hopefully he'll go over there and he'll be a lot bigger horse. And, you know, we certainly know that he can run. Um, I just don't know how far he'll get. What about Charlotting at um, Cranbourne on a Friday over the 1,200 metres? Your thoughts there? Uh, she'll probably get over a bit more ground. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, she might, she might, she might ruin my first up. <laughs> <laughs> my first uh, strike rate there, but um, yeah, some some horses like even the horse that ran third. I know he's got some wins in him. Uh, he's bred to stay. Who ran third yesterday at Maui? So yes, yeah, it's, it's it all depends on the horse. Like I'll, I'll go home and I'll be happy, and they might run a fourth or fifth. Yeah. But I just know that the horse has got more installed once they get up over their suitable distance. Well, you should be proud with. Um... Yeah, the month that you've had, Jerome, you're on fire at the moment. You do a wonderful team with you, a wonderful job with your small team. Um, and it's been great having you on the show and getting your insights. We appreciate that. And um, good luck over the next couple of Thanks months, especially. Guys. There we go. There's Jerome Hunter. Fingers great crossed. To, yeah. Thank you. Great to catch up with him, Dino. Um, geez, he's a terrific trainer. Well, it's fascinating. He gave us a really good insight, obviously. Probably didn't give away all his secrets, but um, it just showed how, how sort of he's got that little philosophy. He's a niche sort of trainer, um, and he places his horses perfectly, which is becoming really the theme of these trainers that really strike first up. So I think any time you see him in the, the form guide over these next couple of months, you reference his, his strike rate at the minute. It's absolutely phenomenal. So um, we need to take notice, punters, and wherever he goes first up, um, I think my money and yours will be on. Good on you, Dino. Um, don't go anywhere. We'll take a quick break on the other side of it. We'll go through Dino's best trialers over the last week around the country here on Giddy Up. This is trial time on this Wednesday morning. Welcome back to Giddy Up. This is trial time. Dean Watling with me. Dino, let's go through your star trialers over the last week and We'll start with uh, a trial at Ramwick for the great trainer, Les Bridge. Yeah, we had some outstanding set of trials in Sydney this week. We had a fair few really smart um, sort of exposed horses, but we like to concentrate on these unraced types. All Raz Blues is the first horse we want to um, highlight. Les Bridge, oh, he's in a bit of form of late, and this trial was over 1,045 metres. The second trial for this two-year-old. Um, he's shown really good ability on two occasions now. His first trial was in behind Kings Gambit and Don Serleone. So that form is impeccable come race day. He probably did it better than Don Serleone too in the last trial, but love that he stepped out over 1,045 now. Savage the line. He's ready for race day, and I think he's a horse that can come up really in the going to the picture now. So all Rads Blues is the first one we put in the, the Black Book go. And Johnny Sargent's got a smart one. Yeah, Byron Bell loves... The way this horse um, found the line, she contested some top-end three-year-old races in the spring. Um, I, I love this profile of a horse who's probably not right up to that group-type level, um, but they bring her back for the second prep. Two trials now, place her really well in a maiden um, first-up this preparation. She's got a lethal turn of point. I think Byron Bell can be a first-up winner for the Johnny Sargent stable. All right, then. And then Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bot. Geez, they've got a great bunch of young horses, and they might have a few more that we haven't seen. 
Yeah, this was a really, really nice heat. Heat 13 at Ramwick over the 743 metres. Um, not your typical Waterhouse and Bot trial, but the Cui Santuzzi is the name. Um, she settled at the rear. Two-year-old Fidelity out of a Group 2 place and Zed Mare. Um, really revved up after the on the line, but I just love the explosiveness of the turn of foot and the um, determination late to really attack the line and win. I think they're good traits when you're looking at horses to take the races. Portfolio um, is another one for the Waterhouse and Bot Stable comes out of that trial. Probably did it better than Tequiz Santuzzi. Um, wasn't asked for a lot of effort. Did it all on the bridle to the line, this capitalist filly. And um, I think she's the really one we want to take out of this trial. So Portfilia and Tequit and Susie um, out of heat 13 there. Beautifully done there. And then we'll go down to Beyond Baker's horse that trialled um, nicely at Hawkesbury, Hollywood Hero. And um, you found a couple, in fact, at Hawkesbury. So run us through them. Yeah, nice set of horses there. Hollywood Hero, not your normal black booker, but um, was really good on debut. Since given a little freshen, uh, which tells me they've got an opinion on this horse and they want to target the autumn. Um, now 1,000 metre trial, back this prep. Um, right stable, right colours. Um, Hollywood Hero goes in the black book. Associates, an interesting one for the Danielle Seed stables. He had a nice thing on the weekend. Tyler Schiller was in the saddle here uh, for JJJ Racing. Um, really nice horse, um, really good debut, spelled eight weeks, comes back now, second prep, um, under a firm grip, settled last, and um, really rocketed to the line under no riding at all. So Associates, um, the second, and the third is Easy Rosie. I'll tell you what, Brock Ryan will need two scoops of protein after this. He would have got a really big bicep workout. Um, so this horse is hard held to the line. It's got a three from four record first up. It's an easy horse we can back first up. She looks like she's come back and the trial time was really good. So Hollywood Hero, Associate and Easy Rosie out of the Hawkesbury set, G. Yeah, and there's some of the superstars of the sport trialling um, last week and this week. Do you have any in Victoria or just in New South Wales this morning? Uh, just New South Wales this week, we had a stack on, so I really wanted to concentrate up here, yeah. but um, I'm sure we can get something out of socials later on with um, some Victorian ones, or we can touch on them next week. Now, there's a few text messages coming through, 499 736 If you've got a question for Dino regarding the trials. I was watching a few, few trials there at Lark Hill in WA, um, which were held on Monday. There's a two-year-old fresh, Jay Miller, called Auspicious. This is a daughter of I'm Invincible. She was... I think purchased for around $200,000 at the Easter sale. So you don't see too many I'm Invincibles in WA. She was nearly, I think, the quickest two-year-old on record to win a 400-metre trial. And then she was meant to go around in the initial plate. And that would have been one hell of a race because I think there's some smart two-year-olds in the West. But she got shin sore, so she went to the paddock. She trialled over the 950 there on Monday um, and she's got terrific gate speed, and she did it pretty easily in a pretty handy time. So I think she's a horse that you can follow. Snipperucci was impressive. She was the quickest of the day. Santorio, um, the stable mate, Fest J Miller, he trialed pretty well for him anyway, I thought. He was beaten six lengths, but his trial was good. He'll be set for the Australian Guineas. So he's heading to Melbourne shortly. I think he'll have a first up run um, in WA before coming to Melbourne. Ruthless Tycoon. Is another one for SJ Miller. It trolled in 56.94 over the 9.50. So I think you can nearly be backing him first up. And there was a horse for the Pierces, Starring Knight, that also broke 57. Um, I think it's a horse that you can keep a close eye on as well. Um, and there was another troll um, a little later on. And it was 
think it was Troll 11. Adam Durant, crucial metal, trolled nicely in 56-53. So this time of the year, especially in WA, Dino, you can find a couple of trollers that you can back with some confidence first up in the West. Now, from the trials racing today, Packard and Von Hawk race five has jumped out exceptionally well and should be hard to beat with Carr in the saddle. Um, your thoughts there, Dino? That's from Cam from Lara. Yeah, Cliff Brown's really hitting some form, and I like the booking of Jamie Carr, but this horse has been jumping out exceptionally well, settling at the rear and just showing a really smart turn of foot. So the barrier's a little bit sticky, but I think when you've got Jamie Carr on the saddle and it's sort of that shoot start, I think Von Hawk is a really, really nice horse. I'll be on and I'll be backing it today. So well picked up, Cam. And just quickly, last one, what has D made of perfect proposals trials heading into the Witten Stakes on Saturday, or is he keen to be with Sakar Flick again? Yeah, that's an outstanding little race that's coming up, Gareth. I'm sort of against Perfect Proposal. There's a horse there for the nations called Learning to Fly that comes out of our black book and another horse called Mumbai Muse, who's okay. a full or a half to um, uh, Mumbai Jewel. So I'll be looking at those and Cigar Flick. But it's an outstanding race, and I'll, I'll post something up on the socials um, what we're sort of backing there um, closer to Saturday. And we'll dissect that race, of course, with our preview team there. Exactly. Tamara, yourself, Mickey Gannon, and Jack Dickens. Um, stay with us, Dino. We'll take the news. Then on the other side of it, we'll preview Sandown, that wonderful meeting on Australia Day in Victoria with yourself and Jules Valance.